New Zealand filmmaker Michelle Seville has been hovering in the girl most likely category for a while now, and it looks like that promise is coming true. Her debut feature is called Millie Lies Low, starring Anna Scottney and Rachel House. Millie has a meltdown as she's about to head off to New York. Rather than tell her friends and family, she decides to hide out to lie low. Yeah. I'm just in, lay- in layover right oh, now. My yeah. God. So exciting. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty ultra. You've been here for two days. Why didn't you come to me? I don't know. Sorry, I'm such a disappointment, Mum. We can't all be appointments. And the big news was that Millie Lies Low was picked up to show at the Berlin Film Festival. Simon Morris was impressed and spoke to director Michelle Saville immediately after the big awards there. He first asked her how it felt to be invited to one of the top film festivals in the world. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It was such a great honour. Like I've, I've been trying to get my shorts in there for years. Um, so to get my first feature in there was... Awesome. It's um, you know it's a very prestigious festival, and yeah, I just felt really honoured and excited, and had a had a little drink <laughs> to celebrate afterwards. I can imagine you'd actually been there before, haven't you? A few years ago, so you knew what it used to look like. Yeah, I, I've attended the Berlinale Talent Program, which is where um, for a week during the festival. People from all over the world come together and they go to different, you know, master classes and courses and, and just learn and meet other people and talk about film. Um, so I've, I've done that before, which was amazing and I love that. So I, I, I had been to Berlin before and experienced the festival, but not with a film in it. But I'm guessing that aside from your film, it must have been rather different this time round. I mean, I know a lot of festivals are just going virtual and hardly anybody actually at it. Was this like that? Yeah, it was definitely a reduced festival to you know what you expect. But there were still lots of people there. So many of the screenings were sold out. Obviously, all the theatres were at a reduced capacity, but films were selling out within minutes of, you know, tickets becoming available. There were lots of directors there. You know, they, were, they weren't the parties of um, back in the day, mm. but there were, you know, the opportunities still to, to meet and greet and get to know other directors over, you know, probably more, more civilised lunches and dinners. The festival, uh, were, they were very good in terms of, I guess, the procedures to keep everyone safe from COVID. You know, we had daily testings and all the hotels had testing centres, so it was very easy to get up in the morning, get your test, and then you could go about the events of the day. So what was it like having a film actually invited? I mean, how were you treated? It was really exciting. I, I hadn't had the opportunity to watch this film um, with an audience before, so that was really nerve-wracking. But they just, yeah, they just treated me so well um, from, you know, picking me up from the airport to the, to the providing the hotel mm. um, to hosting me and hosting the events and, you know, the, the red carpet for the premiere and... Um, the photos and yeah, they just they just went all out. They really love cinema there, and there's a deep 
passion and respect for it, which which is re- and reflected in, I guess, how they, they treat you and welcome you. That was really cool to see, deep love for cinema. How was Millie Lieslo received? Yeah, really well. Um, our first screening was one that was sold out. I think they said it in three minutes it had sold out. And I was, you know, obviously a ball of anxiety because, <laughs> uh, you know, I was so nervous. Had, hadn't watched it with an audience before. But they they responded so well. Um, you know, it's a film that you laugh and cry in and they they responded in that way. And at the end of the screening, um, there was a Q&A and I, I don't know, I sort of, you know, sometimes there's a big rush for the door um, when the credits roll before the Q&A. Yeah, but yeah. there just wasn't. Everyone just stayed. Oh, lovely. Um, and... Yeah, asked really great questions for about half an hour. We just had this really nice Q and A, and yeah, so that, that was really cool that there was no stampede for the door. Absolutely. I mean, did you have to explain any sort of Kiwiisms about it? It feels a very New Zealand film. It is, but it's it's also a very universal story, and I I, I didn't actually have to explain much at all. They were just interested in. I guess, kind of universal aspects of filmmaking, you know, like how how did we find Anna Scottney and how did we do the casting and how did we, you know, find the, the rhythm of the edit and, mm. and where did the music come from? And I felt like everyone understood it um, regardless of background. Where did the music come from, out of curiosity? Well, we worked with a composer called Evelyn Ida Morris, and they live in Melbourne. And when I was attending this a few years ago, I watched a film that they had composed, and it just the score just blew me away. And I just approached them to see if they wanted to come on board the project, and they did. And then when, once we were in the edit suite, we would send them a rough cut, and they would send back, you know, just a bunch of different tracks. We didn't know if we knew the score was going to be quite minimal because that's what I'm into but we didn't know if it was like orchestral music or synth music and we just tried a, a, a bunch of stuff and soon it became clear that um, they just some of their tracks they did were was very minimal very driving very percussive and that just worked with the images so we just headed in that direction but yeah it's it's got an incredible score to it I, I really love it I said uh, early on that uh, it felt a very Kiwi sort of film, but it also feels a very generational film. You know, there's an awful lot about how we present ourselves, what people think about us, which seems a very, I was going to say millennial, but it seems, I mean, maybe it's universally a young person's thing. You know, where do I fit in the world? Yeah, I think so. I think even even though, you know, it's got a lot of social media in, in there and how we present ourselves, like pre-social media, people were still trying to figure out how they presented themselves or, you know, wanting to be cool, wanting to fit in versus how they felt like feeling like a fraud. Yeah, I think it, I think it is a very generational film mm. and that older people, I think, will still be able to relate to those feelings of 
wanting to fit in. It's funny, I was thinking about, just as you were talking there, I was thinking I've just finished uh, reading the Wolf Hall books and what life was like in under Henry VIII. And it's astonishing how much of what you're talking about seemed to have happened long before there was any media at all, let alone social media. So maybe it is yeah, a, right? maybe it's a universal story. Yeah. I think it is. I think it is. I think we all go through identity issues and figuring out who we are in the world and, and what kind of person we want to be, regardless of, yeah, time and place. Finally, Michelle, just looking back on your experience at Berlin, I mean, did you see any sort of celebrities there? What was the standout moments for you of the actual festival? I saw, I went to the awards ceremony that was last night, and that was really cool. I guess um, I saw Claire Denis, I'm probably saying her last name wrong, the amazing French director. Mm. Um, So that was really cool because I'm a big fan of her work. And got got to see the the winning film, which is called Alcaraz, which is a Spanish film, and it's just yeah, really beautiful. And got to see that play down, and it was just great. the The festival just had such an assortment of films and directors, and it was just really inspiring to to see all these different stories and how, I guess, yeah, all these different people work and create art. And it was just, it was just cool to see Berlin's passion to have the festival in real life and just their commitment to the idea that culture and art must continue no matter what, um, which was really cool. And after this, you go from a continent of culture and art to a continent of movies and money, I guess you know. But you're going to the <laughs> South, you're going to the South by Southwest festival, aren't you? Yes, so I'm heading there. That's in March um, in Austin, Texas. So I'm heading there with Millie Lies Low, which is really exciting. That's another festival I've been to before, um, but with my short film. Alan is leaving, Mm. Um, so I'm really excited to go back there and, yeah, experience it again, obviously slightly different again under COVID times, but, yeah, excited to take it there and and see how, how the North American people take it. And I guess the next question after that is how the New Zealand audience take it. When does, uh, when does Millie Lies Low get to New Zealand? Well, at the moment, we're slated for a June release, uh, Queen's Birthday Weekend. So that is, yeah, that will come up very soon. And, yeah, I'm really excited to, to share it with New Zealand through the launch. I mean, it sounds exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting, but it's fun. Like, it's what I love doing. It's rewarding, and I love meeting new people and, yeah, showing the film and just, finding out what people think of it. You know, we've already, from Berlin, um, I thought this was really cool. They have a youth jury at Berlin, and one of the youth jury members wants to show the film to her school. So we're going to have a little high school screening where some, like a bunch of high schools uh, next week all go to the cinema together to watch the film, and then I'm going to do a little Zoom talk in with them so just just really cool things like that come out of it which which are really rewarding millie lies low writer director michelle saville talking with simon morris as michelle mentioned the film is scheduled to be released here on the 2nd of june